Hello and welcome to All I Do Is Fail. I am your host, Tom Owens. I am joined today by, as ever, by my co-host, Mr. Ali Woods. Hey, Tom. Hey, listeners. How's it going? I'm wearing a fabulous shirt. I, you know, too often people say me and Tom look alike. We could almost be brothers. I'm probably the handsome one. Tom's the smart one. And I say, no, it's the other way around. But today, I definitely look a lot different to you, Tom. We've not both gone to the Gap and got on our normal blue t-shirt. Well, one of us has. <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to say, actually, that people, when they look at us, think, like, maybe I, I'm the serious one. I'm the fun one, and you're the serious one. But today, you're letting them know, no, this is this is a fun shirt, guys. This is my afternoon 3 to 5 p.m. kids show at Butlin's t-shirt. Sort of. <laughs> t-shirt shirt. I don't even know what you Short sleeve shirt. Where, you um, can, where we can aspire to be performing one day. Maybe. <laughs> the amount of Butlin stories we've had on this show already <laughs> it's great honestly um, to, at this point if someone offered me a gig at butlands for seven thousand pounds i don't know if i'd do it i just you, i seven thousand pounds you uh, definitely do that mate i don't know would it be worth the like harrowing you, experience? Like you, I, think. I don't know if they would i don't think they i don't think they, i think they would hate me and i would get booed off like nigel did like i don't yeah yeah but well but nigel is a very very good comedian so clearly that doesn't work so you <laughs> My Excel. <laughs> Obviously, I don't mean that, Tom. How dare you? Yeah, yeah. How dare you? I would definitely do that for seven grand. I'm born for 20, 20 minutes of non-enjoyment for seven grand. Happily. Happily. Yeah, that's true, actually. I don't know. Well, well, I, well it's not going to be an option. I don't think Butlins, that would be the last place that comes back. That is Corona Central as a, as a destination right now. <laughs> that is... yeah, but Butlins is also sort of venue where they just let them have Corona. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just be like like a sort of where 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 do they go in Hawaii where they all have um leprosy. Butlins, That's yeah. Butlins. Butlins <laughs> strikes me as the kind of place that would be used as a temporary hospital, but they'd still be trying to have the holiday resort on the other side of the resort. They'd just be like, Yeah, it's a temporary <laughs> hospital, but you know, we're yeah, still so we're still going, you know. Family experience sort of yeah. vibe we're going for. You know, get in the pool yeah. and then get out into one of the beds. You know, just mix it up a bit. You know what I mean? Mix it up. Butlins don't care. Butlins, Butlins. But you know what? I'll take that back because this summer, no one's going anywhere. So, you know, I'm, I'm booking my trip. I'm going to Scarbados, getting myself down Scarborough here. <laughs> It's going to be. I was going to say, are you not looking for your domestic tour? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just all the shopping. But the thing is, you can't. The best part, so the best part of the UK is the scummy nights out. I think, in terms of the, mm. in terms of the tourism, the best part of going to somewhere like Newcastle isn't to walk around, go, you know, go to a, a museum where you stand to me as well. It's to be in a sweaty nightclub <laughs> night out. That's the best part, and then the kebab afterwards. But you can't do that now. No. What are you gonna do? Got to get, mate. You got to go British seaside towns. The only place you can go on day trips. That's your summer. Oh god, that's so upsetting, isn't it? Yeah. Apparently, uh, apparently every kind of like holiday, like cottage or and hotel, like not hotel, but like any kind of home that you can rent in like Cornwall or seaside British destinations in July and August, completely gone. No chance. But this is this has been your stance for years. This is why you voted Leave, isn't it? <laughs> Scarbados through and through. I I've, I've been. I've been I've been black, you, you know, all, all those places you know, I've been championing. Yeah, you do know that there are loads of people in the UK right now who are like, look, I don't see the problem with it. Look, that's <laughs> that. More people. This will convince people. After this year, I think people in the Spanish, 
the Italian, they'll be worried because people will enjoy it so much this year in the UK that they're not going to want to go to these wherever wherever they go where no one speaks English. Why on earth would you want to go to Barcelona when you can go to Blackpool? That's that's what I want to know. That is the real the real question here. Blackpool Pleasure Beach, best 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 night of your life. Let's break let's break it down, right? Barcelona, you get the sun. I'll give you that one. Yeah. Blackpool, food's better. Yeah. Everyone speaks English. Birds are better. More, yeah. They're more slaggy. More uh, slaggy. Gambling. More gambling. Vegas of the North. Vegas of the North. <laughs> more gambling. Best part of it is you're not far from your house. That's the yeah. best part. <laughs> so, so that'll be... But there will be people who sincerely are saying that. And it's like, this is where you should... You've you got to get out, man. You've yeah. got to get out. Look, as, as a man whose dad grew up uh, just outside of Scunthorpe, I can tell you that the sort of northeast of this country, I'm, I'm talking the whole of this world, some beautiful beaches, underrated, very underrated. That's what I'll say. That's what I'll say. Scunthorpe. Scunners. That's Scunners that's to the what, locals. That's what we're left with, Tom. Yeah. And all this. If you didn't think I was depressed enough. Grimsby as well. Grimsby. Grimsby. Stop it, Tom. Mate, you're scaring our listeners. I know. I look. I've been down to Grimsby. It's you know, it's not bad. It's underrated. Let me tell you. Yeah, it's probably maybe just being a London twat to be fair. Hopefully, I'm looking forward to Grimsby and Scarbados, Scarbados, Scarbados. Yeah, and my eventual retirement from this living world. And also, uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, Flamingo World will open, which is the premium Yorkshire-based theme park. Um, <laughs> it's got. You it's, know what? it's fantastic it's basically a farmer right looked at his farm and he went yeah i'll put a roller coaster in that and that is exactly what flamingo world is it is fantastic does it have flamingos yeah he does he's got some really sad cold looking flamingos and tiger. he's got tigers as well it's pretty fucked like it's he's flamingo sure. king that's yeah. who he is it's yeah. the yorkshire version I yeah. went to york to university for three years because i'm very smart yeah um and uh uh, never never did i go and not even people never said it was a thing to go mate and and people who went didn't recommend it <laughs> that it was, people recommended the banter of going <laughs> of saying you went and we're like we only just went from bingo world like what and it's like oh should i go we're like yeah obviously not but like <laughs> that and the indoor aqua park in scunthorpe Possibly where Verrucas are born, but also a fantastic time. That's all I'll say. You're making this up now. Yeah. There's an indoor aqua park. You mean a swimming pool? Is that what they yeah, call it? Yeah, but it's got water slides. Come on. Come on. Indoor, like aqua splash, but in Scunthorpe. It's a lot of plasters and chips in the pool. I won't lie, but, you know, you can't. To be fair, I hail the inside aqua park, indoor aqua park marketing team for renaming swimming pool. The indoor, the indoor aqua park. You never got an aqua splash as a kid. That rings a bell. What was it? It's like, just like, I remember, I don't know, it was like 40 minutes outside of London and it was just like an indoor aqua park. Aqua Finchy Lido was my vibe. Yeah, Finchy, I went Finchy Lido obviously a lot. That diving board was sick. Uh, wave machine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's Archway. Archway had the wave machine. Oh, yeah. Sick. That's yeah. the most excited. That, that rush you get as like a nine year old where you're fairly okay at swimming, but you think yeah. like, 
Let let me tell you a little trick I had as a child, which will probably come across as quite weird. Uh, Obviously, (laughs) obviously, as a kid, you I was I was wearing those swimming trunks that were you know the the budgie smugglers, right? Uh, And some other kid taught me that you could go faster on the slide if you pulled it up into a wedgie, so you get less friction on the slide. (laughs) Just whack that up and just zoom down. Was this kid a forty-one-year-old man called David? Well, <laughs> was my memory's a little hazy, but he was quite tall. Yeah. That's all I remember. Yeah. yeah, goodness me, he's there in his sort of like <laughs> he's like a seventeen-year-old with like sort of long shorts and Calvin Klein's underneath them. I yeah. go like, oh, dickhead, put your speedos up there in it. Yeah, and one of my mates actually became a lifeguard at that swimming pool, and he busted the myth that um, if you pee in the pool, it changes colour because he just said the sheer quantity of kids' piss in that pool was oh, ridiculous. He said that was why there was so much chlorine. Chlorine was there because of all the piss to take on the piss. Yeah, he's just always in an active fight with the yeah. pee. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Have you ever done that? Pee in the pool. Yeah. Well, I was a kid, probably. Yeah, loads. Yeah, yeah. I remember once being in a water park in, uh, um, I was at a music festival. We went to a water park for the day in Spain, and some kids shit in the pool. That was awful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you? Really... No, it wasn't me. Not not this time. But yeah, probably. You admit, it's all I do is fail, man. It's all, not all I do is be cool and music. Yeah, yeah. Not admit to shitting, but yeah, genuinely did shit in the pool. What's so... everyone do? That happened to me actually. But... At, um, the kid did that. At, well, I didn't get into the pool. Mm. Um, but we, me and my dad rocked up to like the leisure center and they were just like, it's closed today. <laughs> Why is it closed? You can only take kids there on a Sunday. Yeah. We're like, what do you think has happened? It's, happened. That's, <laughs> it's that, closed for the day. <laughs> you don't want to be in there. You don't want to, we have to train. You, you can go, like, if you want to go, you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's closed. <laughs> so so disturbing um news on on lockdown updates um go out and go to the park uh went to the park sat in the park um and that's that's about it really isn't it that's what with someone or on your own no with friends obviously okay how many of you were there no, just one. There was two of us. You just put up two and said one. If anyone's watching this on YouTube, two become one. There was one. <laughs> no, just, just just the two. Uh, yeah, and we and we we joined uh, and had a nice little. How did you pick who? How did you pick who? Was it was it an obvious choice or? Yeah, it was just a pal. Just a, just a good friend. Yeah. Uh, I've also because I'm just thinking that I must have not. They must oh. have not got your message in some capacity. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did see them. I didn't realize. Just... I just assumed you weren't you weren't seeing people. That's why I thought there wasn't a message come through, Tom. It's fine. Don't worry. Um, what, Is this um... another podcast host? Is this yeah. how I find <laughs> out? Yeah. Is this how you break it to me? Yeah. Oh yeah, I was just at the at the park with my mate. Uh, we run. All I do is win, which is yeah. the actual cool podcast. <laughs> lame, I think it's a lame, nerdy yeah. one. We, we, we actually started a podcast called Times It's Gone Badly. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, we will. We will actually have to think of summer holiday plans. You know, well, you got to get your friends in a car and go us somewhere. Two. What? Us two. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we could take a roadshow. All I do is fail. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, broadcasting live. Getting those bully vans like the police when they're yeah. chowing at people to ex- exercise or fuck off. But we just do that pumping out episodes. Not even live episodes, old episodes. Yeah. Just driving around. Just big speakers. I like whoop, whoop. it. Yeah, Next double our listenership. Yeah, it'd be crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, yeah, we will we will have to decide what what we're gonna do. We just said it: Scunthorpe, Grimsby, all of those. Yeah, it's really making me sad, but yeah, I guess that's it. Brighton, maybe day trip to Brighton. Well, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for the invite. Yeah, I know. I just ah oh, don't even <laughs> want to think about it. Right, guys, we are going to move on to the main event, and that is today that we are focusing on Mr. Lance Armstrong. You're waiting for me to do the. Yeah, I, I just like a bit wow. of mystery. I know who we're doing it on. <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> right. So, for those who do not know, okay, Lance Armstrong was the most successful road cyclist ever, okay, competing in the Tour de France multiple times, winning the Tour de France seven times in total, and also winning a bronze medal in the 2000 Olympics. He is, by all accounts, the most successful road cyclist of all time. Uh, His career started at the age of 16, where he started competing in triathletes. um, And then he competed in road cycling. Uh, He had some notable success in 93 uh, and and in 96 with the world championship in winning the world championship in 93 uh, at the uh, winning. It's called San Sebastian. So he won the world championship in 93 at San Sebastian. Yep, carried on winning, doing well. However, he was diagnosed with potentially fatal uh, testicular cancer in 1996. Uh, and, uh, That's a fail. That's a fail, is it? No, this is not a fail. <laughs> Tom, I think this is a bit harsh, this one. <laughs> diagnosed <What a> with... <laughs> so, w- w- was, a, was a very, very up-and-coming, doing incredibly well road cyclist. Diagnosed with life-threatening testicular cancer. Had to have one of his testicles removed. Um you know, very, uh, and his condition had spread. He had to have chemo, everything, you know, he very nearly died. Uh, and then he managed to come back to cycling. Okay. Come back and then go on to win the Tour de France seven times in a row. That is insane. That's more than I've won it. Yeah. Yeah. And also he, uh, he founded the live strong. Do we all, maybe the, some of the older listeners remember the live strong bands, but I remember the yellow bands, the cancer, Ah, oh, those bands were so sick. The blue anti-bullying one, my favourite. Did you <laughs> they have made the you wear one? that one? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, don't hit him. He's got yeah, a band. Yeah. Ah! No, I've got the band. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. And then the um, the, well, the, there's another funny thing about that. But the um, the did you get the anti-racism one, which was a black and white band? Yeah, yeah, yeah. nice. Sort of together, you couldn't take them apart. Unity, so cool. unity. The People started bullying each other to get the bands. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't have the bands, if you didn't have like, if you didn't have the anti-bullying band, then you are a loser, mate. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. All that stuff. Oh, that was that, so cool. That they were the absolute shit. Them and Beyblades were my jam at school. Do you remember shag bands? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah. course I do, mate. <laughs> Me. Fucking <laughs> invented them. Um, yeah, them. do you remember Beyblades? Did you ever use Beyblades? Of course, we talk about. Do you remember Beyblades? Let it rip, rip. I would genuinely uh, play with a Beyblade right now if I, if I. Maybe I'll bring it back in lockdown. Like, yeah, that's a lockdown activity. Betting on Beyblades is probably big, big money. I reckon. <laughs> that's Bet how bad the bookies have gone for betting on Beyblades. Beyblades. Beyblades was 
sick. I remember that so much. But the Beyblades was the classic, though, like any of these sort of uh, toy slash cartoon TV show things, where in the TV show, the guy would have his, like, Beyblade, which would be the heart of this dragon, and he would, like, start spinning it, and the dragon would sort of slink out of the Beyblade, become alive. There's, like, a 20,000 arena. He would actually scream, let, let it rip. And then this fucking and then that would take on like a really like a armored tortoise or something like that. We were just kind of, I mean they'd be fighting in the air. Um but then you'd get the Beyblade and instead of sort of a dragon that would come out, what would happen is you just sort of watch it sort of spin. Yeah, like a weak spinning top. <laughs> and, just... here, and you'd hope to not get it in one of the bunkers. But that was still exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm not. You know, the the Beyblade life was, was as a child was was exciting. Kids, kids don't. One of them. Them. One of the catalogue of toys that got banned at my school. Yeah, them and uh, remember that that like it was like a, like a stringy thing. It was like oh, I can't even like a gel string with like a ball, spiky ball attached to the end, and like you could call about you could kind what of sort of dog it. school. Did you go to? I don't know, but everyone would swing <laughs> around and then they banned them. Like, oh, yeah, do you remember that chewy bone that we everyone used to play with, and then? <laughs> And then the owner took it away. I mean, the teacher took it away. Yeah. No, but they, they banned it because some kid killed himself. I think we spoke about this once before on the pod. I think kids who kill themselves. Yeah. Yo-yos. They should, you know, it's natural selection. So whatever. We said we've, we've made that stance to be fair. Obviously, condolences. We hope no harm comes to people. But we should give kids toys that could hurt them. Yeah. Just to see who's not going to be running the country anytime soon. That's you know true. Is although, it... although with a little electorate, uh, they probably will be. <laughs> Bit of satire for the fans. Okay, so anyway, back to Lance Armstrong. Okay, so he returned to cycling in 1998, where he was a member of the US Postal Discovery team between 98 and 2005, when he won his Tour de France titles. as well as He a... delivered, and that man delivered. Big time. As well, as well as a bronze medal in the Summer Olympics of 2000, Armstrong uh, retired from racing at the end of 2005, but returned to competitive cy- cycling with the Astana team in January 2009, finishing third in the 2009 Tour de France. So to be fair, considering his age and coming back to the sport to do come third is pretty damn impressive. Uh, sure. And then between 2010 and 11, he raced for Team Radio Shack and the UCI Pro team uh, he helped found. Uh, he retired from the sport in 2011. Okay, so by all intents and purposes, an amazing athlete, best cyclist ever, founded an incredible charity, all-round great guy, okay? Then here's the controversy. He gets done for doping, okay? And when I mean he gets done for doping, he seriously gets done for doping badly. uh, And he admits to it. He doesn't contest the charges. He says, okay, yes, I did it. Which, in a way... It's a good thing. At least he admitted. A lot of people have cheated and not not owned up to it. Let's face it. Uh, uh, and his his kind of like reasoning for admitting it was that everyone was doing it. He said, if you wanted to win in that era, you had to dope. There was no way that you could win without doping. Which, uh, how do we feel about well, that? Well, yeah. I mean, if you want to win, you can dope. That's that's kind of why you're not allowed to do it. Yeah. So he yeah. Was, was he saying that everyone else was doping? Everyone as well? was. Everyone who was competitive was doping. All the other teams. So if you if you weren't doping, you weren't going to be competitive. Yeah, but that's um, you know, I think there's there's some things you can get away with on that. Maybe maybe I could let that slide. 
if, for instance, Harvey Weinstein came out and was like, everyone was assaulting women sexually, you couldn't be a producer without doing that in those days. I wouldn't agree with that as my comparison. No, but like, I feel like with Weinstein, like you could, you, you know, there were there were producers in Hollywood not molesting women and being successful. There was no one winning Tour de France's. Wake up, Tom. Wake okay. up. Sorry. Pretty odd. Well, did the other people get tested? Did the other people get like whether did they get yeah. accused? There were uh, there were people who were done for doping in the period of time that he was winning, and he was just like he said, "Oh, I've never." You know, there there were rumors of him doping his entire career, but he obviously always poo pooed them and was like, "No, like obviously not. I've I'd never dope." Whatever. Mm. Um, but doping is the one where you so, take uh, out some blood and yeah, put it in a jar. Yeah, I'll 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 say the different types of doping. There was three. Three types of doping. So the main one they were we doing did all of them. What no. was was the blood doping, which I, I don't know, sounds like something about It's the take out you take out the blood and then you put it in a jar two, and then your parts. blood heals itself, doesn't it? like it so you make more and then you put the blood back in, isn't it? Yeah. So basically you, you take out two pints, you freeze it, and then just before the race you put it back into yourself and then after the two weeks you your blood You don't freeze it, do you? Yeah, you, you freeze it. You keep the blood frozen, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. But how do you put it back in? You have to you defrost it. Off. You chew it. Yeah. You have a lolly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice blood lolly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you're you, a lolly of his own blood. Disgraceful. Yeah. And then you see so you have more hemoglobin and thus forth more oxygen in your blood. So you, thus for great yeah. word. And you won't be able to. You can't get done for it because you can't. They can't prove that you've got blood that's your own blood so yeah and then the other thing that he was doing was he was uh using hgh human growth hormone and testosterone and the way he got around it is both of these things and this is why like a lot of athletes say they've heard of it being used because both of these things occur naturally in your body so if you have just slightly raised levels right then you know if you just do a little bit every day then when you get tested you only look like you've just got a tiny little bit more which you know isn't enough there's like a threshold the doctors know when you're getting done mm. for doping and when it just you might have a tiny bit uh, and so the doctors were super super keen and knew exactly when they were going to be tested so they would keep their levels like absolutely perfect and just do little bits every day but the crazy thing was lance armstrong was like employing like a full team of doctors and having like full-on blood friend, uh, transfusions in hotel rooms so like at every stage of the tour, he was getting these like does all the doping, obviously wins because he's doping, um, and then it, it all. Comes everyone else is doping as well. So is he just doping the best? He's no, not everyone is doping, but everyone who's competitive is doping. Basically, if you wanted to win in that era, all the other cyclists and who were doping always said if you wanted to win in that era, you had to dope. There's the only chance. The you mid table. There's a mid table cyclist though, or lower mid table cyclist. <laughs> yeah, doing all by the book, and you know what. He's not getting a podcast on him. No, it's true. No one even knows his name. Um, but probably so, like Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> so he, uh, well, he got done for it, and then basically he owes a multi-million. Uh, he owns multi-million dollars. <coughs> he's an Aspen and has you know millions of pounds. Um, and he had to sell some of them in order to settle his federal fraud, fraud charge against him that was for five million dollars. So he had to pay up five million dollars because obviously, like, he's got to give back money and stuff from competing in cycling but he's made bare money from brand lance armstrong oh like he's, so he's got two best-selling books and stuff like that so yeah so that money doesn't get touched he just pays that for the, the settlement i guess but it's not it's not like you can i don't think you can legally be like we had you have to give up all that money like you can be like give up all your titles it was so stripped. It was stripped, rich, obviously, so. of his his medals and and Tour de France titles. Everything was taken off from him. Well, but, we've got the same number of Tour de France titles as yeah. Lance Armstrong. Then yeah. that's pretty good. 
<laughs> I like you, mate. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. Can use that for a bit on stage. That'd be funny, wouldn't it? Yeah, I've got the same. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that'll really get everyone on board. That's really relevant. Man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, do you remember that guy, Lance Armstrong? Do you yeah. remember that guy? Yeah. Well. <laughs> so it's it's because Lance Armstrong, obviously, I mean, an undeniable talent, and to do what he did after getting cancer and coming back, even with doping, he still had to beat the other dopers. So if everyone was doping, that still makes him the best out of everyone, doesn't it? I think. Well, what do you think of having a sports dividing into two? One without drugs, sober, and one with anything goes. I want take... anything goes Olympics. Anything goes Olympics would be sick. Think how, how fast sick... people would run. It'd be how insane. Would that be? If you pump Usain Bolt full of some steroids and stuff, yeah, put it in his nuggets, and then he'd just do it in like four seconds. Usain Bolt is yeah that's i want to see that i want to see someone throw a javelin out of the stadium that's what i want <laughs> goes around the planet gets in the orbit goes around the planet and then they catch it again i want someone to throw it out of the stadium like like for thor like that's you know that's the kind of shit i think like because it's happening we all know it's happening look at russia russia got banned from the olympics because they were doping so much there was such a big doping scandal you know Russia's attitude to that as well was brilliant it's like so russians like we're trying to win. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. They're like, yeah, obviously we're doping. We're yeah. Yeah. And, and you think for one second that other, everyone is doping. So why not? I just think, fuck it. Like, well, everyone's like, what I will say, especially with sports science, like, I mean, you'd think it's a much more honest time, sort of 70s and 80s sport, as much as it was worse, like pre Premier League and all that stuff. But every sport now has doctors and medical departments, which are all about just taking them up to the line of like, yeah. What's legal? Where they won't get busted exactly where they weren't legal. It's like in sport, you know, there's a lot of rumors about that sort of Spanish team that won the Euros, World Cup Euros, Barcelona team that won. They had this doctor who was like, yeah, they, he's, he's come out and said, like, if I spilt the beans on what I was doing with those players now, then it wouldn't, like, it'd be totally illegal. But- and let's face it, the Spanish do have a bit of a, a track record of being shady in Olympics. Remember the Paralympics mm. where they entered the uh, the fellow who wasn't disabled in the Paralympic basketball team? That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Like, <laughs> What's that conversation with that bloke? So you sort of have the most disabled vibe about yeah. you. That's why we've gone for you. <laughs> Just- we've got to pick what disability you're going to have. Yeah. By the way you look and act. <laughs> Let me just try and check that was the Spanish. I think it was. Yeah. But, anyway, but that's but that is that is sport at the moment. But at the same time, I feel like why come back and do that? Like that to me shows he's a Louis C.K. of the doping. You know, he he had his out. Maybe if he'd have left it all, maybe he'd have not come back in two thousand nine. He might have just got away with it, and we all know him as the hero. Yeah. He came back to cycling, wanted more stuff going and. I tell you what though as well this is the problem with calling your kid Lance Armstrong of course they're going to be a rock and roll star does what they want like Lance Armstrong such a cool name that's like the the mega villain at the end of the Pokemon games yeah Lance Armstrong like that's the cool kid you've got to live up to your name you know you've got to live up to the hype Um, if you didn't have a weird name like Elwes think of the things you'd be doing with your life right now Tom (laughs) but unfortunately you have to be a a sort of comedian and TikTok star because Elwes 
She's not one of those. You're not going to be like, oh, yeah. do you watch that porn star Tom Elwes? No, obviously not. <laughs> Ali Woods, though. They're like, oh, yeah, I love that. Ali, Ali's Wood. Yeah, Ali's Wood. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, I, thing, I uh, so so to, to conclude on Lance Armstrong, I think that, yes, he did a shit thing. But for me, if everyone was doing it and you came back from having cancer and you started an amazing cancer charity, it was a fail to cheat, don't get me wrong, but I don't think he should have been as torn apart as much as he should have because there were so many other riders also doping. Yeah, I agree with that. People love taking down a hero, don't they? It's weird. They love, well, as we were watching the documentary, The Last Dance, and the media and people who watch sports love the rise and fall narrative. They love the building up of this great icon then to just watch them slip up and to be human and to be, you know, real normal human. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you see the way um, that David Beckham gets treated? Like he's obviously had a hair transplant and the amount of media coverage on that is just so deep. Like, it's just like, <laughs> I didn't know that. Actually. Yeah. It was like, it was like last week, like you got photograph of like really thin, like virtually no hair really spot, obviously like where they put the hair in and like, uh, and like, I just feel so him? bad. Did you see that email? He, that got caught, that got leaked that he yeah. sent. Yeah, why yeah. he was so annoyed he wasn't a knight yet. Yeah, that's brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> I like that more. I like that more of him. Yeah, human side. He's obviously a normal yeah. dude. Um, that and all the cheating allegations, but whatever. Oh yeah, um, cool. that's yeah. obviously true. I mean, there's no yet. <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah obviously obviously uh right guys this has been all i do is fail i've been tom elwes you can follow me at tom elwes uh on instagram on tiktok and on twitter at alleywoods gigs back posting sketches so check them out and if you want to donate and keep us alive during this lockdown if you're in a financially uh okay situation to do so it's patreon.com slash adivpod if you haven't yet give us five stars on itunes uh comment and say you like it and message your friends and be like, check out this sweet podcast with the cool guy and Tom. <laughs> They'll all be saying that. All right, guys, this has been all I do is felt. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Bye.